Mesechtes Yavam is Daf Pezayin, six lines from the bottom of Daf Pevavam Beis at the new Mishnah. And let's begin with a quick Akdama regarding Achilles Truma. So we know that a Kayin or a Bas Kayin can certainly eat Truma. We also know that even if there's a Bas Yisrael or a Bas Levi that goes and marries a Kayin, since she's married to the Kayin and she's considered Kenyan Kasbai, she could eat Truma. And this would occur even if she only had heirs since she was only Mekudeshes to the Kayin. However, Midrab Bonon, we don't allow a person that only has Kedushin to a to eat truma. And we also know that a Baskayan that gets married to a Bisrael or to a lady can no longer eat truma until that husband dies and she didn't have children. And only then would she go back to her father's house and she would be able to eat truma once again. As the Pasuk says, Upaskayan Kisiyah Managusha Vizera Inla Vishavel Besavia Kinura Milechem Avia Soichal Vichazal Ayechabai. And finally, even if a Baskayan was married to a Kayan and therefore she was able to eat truma and then the Kayan dies and you would think that she can't eat truma any longer as long as she had a child then she would still be able to eat Truma. As the Pasuk says, And we have a Joshua that teaches us, that they have a right to allow someone else to eat Truma, meaning that they have a right to allow their mother to eat Truma, even though she's a Basisrael and her husband, the Kayin, already died. So it's important to keep in mind that there are actually three ways that a woman can eat Truma or potentially cannot eat Truma based on who her husband is, based on who her children is, and based on her father. And as we'll see in our the main factor that we always have to look at is who her current husband is, then we look at who her children are, and then we will look at who her father is. And just to make this point clear, even though this is not one of the cases of Mishnah, if there is a woman who was a Bas Yisrael and was married to Yisrael and then they had a child, and that child is of course Yisrael, and then after her first husband who was Yisrael dies, she went and married a Kayin, the din is at this point she will be able to eat Truma because she is Kinyi Kaspoy of a Kayin because as we said, the main factor we have to look at is who her husband is, and right now her husband is a Kayin, and therefore, even though that she's a Bas Yisrael, and she has a child that is also Yisrael, the din is that she can eat Truma. And just to get our bearings as to our Mishnah, our Mishnah will actually discuss a case of a Bas Yisrael that gets married three times, once to a Kayin, then to a Levi, and then to Yisrael. And of course, there's a Shaila, how could she do this if she potentially would be considered Katlanis? And the Achreinim discuss this. And number two, there'll be a case where a Bas Kayin gets married first to Yisrael, then to a Levi, and then to a Kayin. And this will be the case that begins at the top of Pezayin and Menalv. So let's begin on Mishnah. That if Bas Yisrael gets married to a Kayin, then of course she's considered Kinyan Kaspoy, and therefore she's of course allowed to eat Chuma. And the Mishnah continues, that if this Kayin dies, but she already had a child with him, then the din is that she could continue eating Chuma, as we learn from the Pasuk of Yilud Beisai, and the Mishnah continues, if after this Kayin dies, and this is a Levi, this woman goes and gets remarried to a Levi, at that point, she could eat Maisa, however, at that point she can't eat Shuma because as we said the main factor we have to look at is who she's married to and even though she has a child that is a Kayin she's not allowed to eat Shuma at this point because she is now married to a Zar she is now married to a Levi and if Mace if that Levi dies but they already had a child then she could eat Maisa but she's still not allowed to eat Shuma because even though she doesn't have a husband anymore that's a Levi and even though that she also has a child that is a Kayin but since she has a child that is a Levi then is that she would not be able to eat Shuma because the only reason that she would potentially be able to chuma is because she has a son that is a Kayin. However, since she has another child, therefore the din is that we have to look at that child that passes her and she cannot eat chuma. And Ayin Rashid, he says, Baha'i Ben and this child that is a lady, Pasalami Chuma passes her from eating chuma, even though that she has another child that's a Kayin, min hazara, because she does have a child from his Zavik And the Pasik says, the only time that she could go and eat chuma because she has a child that's a Kayin is only when she did not have any 
children, but if she has other children that are not Kayanim, the din is that she cannot eat Shuma. I in Rashi in further detail. The Mishnah continues that this woman who was originally married to a Kayan, then she was married to a Levi, and she has a child that's a Kayan as well as a Levi, Nisisli Yisrael. If at this point she goes and gets married to Yisrael, and as we mentioned, the husband is the main determining factor as to Achilles Chuma, so at this point, she can't eat Chuma because she's married to Yisrael, and she can't eat Maisa either because our Mishnah is going like Ramea that held that a Zar can't eat Maisa Rishon as we learned before. Finally, the Mishnah teaches us mess if this Yisrael dies, and she also has a child from this Yisrael, so now she has a child that's a Kayin, a Levi, and a Yisrael, even though that she previously had a child that's a Kayin and a Levi, however, since her child from her last husband is Yisrael, therefore she's considered attached to her last husband, and therefore she cannot eat Shuma and she cannot eat Maisa Rishon. And the Gemara now continues, Mes Benam Yisrael, let's say that child that was born from Yisrael dies, and therefore she's left with a child that's a Kayin and a Levi, Maisa. at this point she could eat Maisa Rishon because she has a child that's a Levi, of course, she can't eat Truma because although she has a child that's a Kayin, but her child that is a Levi attached her to a previous husband that's a Levi, and therefore she can't eat Truma. Mes Benam Levi, if that child that was born from a Levi dies, and therefore now she all she's left with is a child from a Kayin, Truma, since she has a child that's a Kayin, therefore at this point she can't eat Truma. And finally, of course, Mes Benam Kayin, if that child who was born to her from the Kayin dies, and now she has no children, then she cannot eat Truma or Maisa. Of course, the reason is simple that at this point, since she's a Basisol and she has no connection to her husband who's a Kayan or a Levi, or to a child who's a Kayan or a Levi, therefore she could be also to eat Shuma or Maisa Rishain. And we continue on that Pezayan Manalv, a Basquein, she's an instance of Now the Mishnah will discuss a reciprocal case where a Basquein gets married to Yisrael. So, of course, a Basquein, prior to her getting married, she can eat Shuma. Now that she got married to Yisrael, so she is now puzzled from eating Shuma. And Rashi says that the reason why she is puzzled to eat Shuma is because the Pasuk says, Bezerah in love Vishava, and therefore it's mashma that during the lifetime of a husband who is not a Kayin, she cannot eat Shuma. However, of course, as we know, if her husband who is Yisrael dies, then she would go back to her father's house and be able to eat Shuma. However, mess, if the Yisrael dies, but they already had a child, and therefore she has a child that's Yisrael, and she has a connection to her husband who is Yisrael, and the din is like because the Pasuk says that but if she had a child, she does not have a right to go back to her father's house and eat Shuma. And the Mishnah continues that if after the Yisrael dies, and this is the Levi, she goes and gets remarried to a Levi, then at that point, she could eat Maisa, because now she's married to a Levi, and therefore she's not a Zar to Maisa. If he dies, and she already had a child that is a Levi, so she's connected to her husband, a Levi, and therefore she could still eat Maisa. And if after her husband, a Levi, dies, and this is Lekayin, she gets remarried, and now she gets married to a Kayin, at this point, she's Kinyan Kaspar of the Kayin, even though she has a child who's a Yisrael as well as a Levi, the din is that she can eat Shuma, Mes Menu Ben, and then if the Kayin dies and she already had a child, and therefore she has a child that's a Kayin, so she can eat Shuma based on the Pusik of Yulu Beisai, Heim Yachilu Balachmai. And as we learned before, that we learned the Pusik of Heim Yachilu Balachmai, and a child that is a Kayin has the power to allow someone else to eat Shuma, meaning his mother. And the Mishnah continues, Mes Benami Kayin, that if the child of this woman who is a Bas Kayin and the child is a Kayin dies, the din is that she can no longer eat Shuma, and even though at this point she's no longer married, and therefore the Chayra, she should be Shavel Beisavia. However, since she 
has children still, one a Yisrael and one a Levi, so she cannot eat Shuma, Mes Benami Levi. Let's say a child that was born from a Levi dies at this point, now she can no longer eat Maisa because she's no longer attached to her husband that's a Levi. And of course at this point she can still not eat Shuma because of course she still has a child that's Yisrael and therefore she's not Shavel Beisavia. And finally the Mishnah teaches us, Mes Benami Yisrael, Chayzeres Lebeisavia, that let's say this Bas Kayin, the child that she was born from Yisrael dies, then she would go back to her father's house because at this point she doesn't have any children from a Levi or from Yisrael and therefore she would go back to her father's house and she'd be able to eat Shuma Vazunema and this is what the Pasuk refers to when it says Vishavel Beisavia, Kinurah Milechem Avia Teichel. And we begin the Gemara now we know for certain that if a woman was married to a Kayin and then that Kayin dies but she had a child from her husband the Kayin then since she has a child that's a Kayin she's allowed to eat Shuma as the Pasuk says and as we learned that he gives her the power to eat Shuma. However, as we said in our Mishnah, that let's say not only did she have a child from a Kayin, but she also had a child from a Levi. So then the din is that she cannot eat Shuma because she's connected to her husband that is a Levi and therefore she still can't eat Shuma. Now Gemara now quotes from the Mishnah that we said in the Mishnah that if this woman who had a child that's a Kayin and she also had a child that's a Levi, the din is that she cannot eat Shuma. However, Levi, let's say the child that's a Levi dies and now that all she has is a child that's a Kayin at this point she would once again be able to eat Shuma based on the fact that her child is a Kayin so how do you know there's a concept that even though at one point she lost the right to eat Shuma even though she had a child that's a Kayin then now that she doesn't have any child that's a Levi the din is that since she only has a child that is a Kayin she would be able to once again eat Shuma the Gemara's question really is that maybe when the Pasuk says maybe that's only if at the point when her husband died, she was able to eat Shuma and she never lost that power to eat Shuma, so she'll be able to eat Mikayach, the husband, because she has a child that is a Kayin. And the Gemara is bothered that who said that in a case where she lost the power to eat Shuma based on her son being a Kayin, because at that point she also had a child that's a Levi, that who said that at some point later she'll be able to regain that power to be able to eat Shuma. And that the Gemara says, Amrab Abba, Amrab, Rab Abba says, the name of Rab, the Pasuk says, Ubas Kayin Kisiyal Manogusha, and really could have said Bas Kayin, by the fact that the extra bomb, therefore we learn out that not only is the din, that a Bas Kayin that lost out her right to eat Shuma because she got married to Yisrael, and now she has a right to go back to her father's house and again eat Shuma, same din would apply to a Bas Yisrael that was married to a Kayin and had a right to eat Shuma and then lost her right, that at some point later when it turns out that she only has a child from a Kayin, that she would have a right to return to her husband the Kayin's house and be able to eat Shuma once again. And the Gemara is, you're learning from a limud of the Vav that it says, Ubas, Keman, who are you going like Kerab Akiva? And Lechayur Akiva is only a Das Yachid, the Darish Vavi. On that Gemara says, Afil Tim Rabbanan. We could say it's going like Rabbanan. And the Drush is not from the Vav that it says Ubas Kayin, but it's actually from the entire word of Ubas Kayin. Because since the Pasuk beforehand says Ubas Kayin, Kisil Ishzar, and therefore we were already talking about Ubas Kayin, so in this Pasuk we really didn't have to say Ubas Kayin, it could have just said Kisil Manogusha. The actual limit is from the words Ubas Kayin. And the Gemara continues, as we know that Ubas Kayin that gets married to a Zar, she has two dinim. First of all, she can't eat Shuma, and number two, she can't eat from the Chazay Vishayk any longer. However, once her husband dies and she didn't have children, she will go back to her father's house. So the Gemara says, we learned, when she goes back to her father's house, that it's true that she's able to now eat Shuma once again. However, even though she's going back to her father's house, she's now eating from the Chazay Vishayk, which are Matnes Kuna. Where do we learn this from? Who has the Pasuk says, and the Gemara teaches us that this Pasuk is teaching us that someone that goes and marry 
marries a Yisrael, she's no longer able to eat the thing that they took off Truma from Kodshim, which is, of course, the Chazay Veshoik. Lemaisi, even though Ravina Bashelo brings this Pasuk, he doesn't explain exactly what he means. So there's a long Rashi over here, and let's just read the Rashi inside. It's referring to the Chazay Veshoik, since it could have just said the word Kodshim, and it said the word Truma, so that that word is coming to tell you that what we're referring to in this Pasuk is something that you take off and you remove from Kodshim, which is referring to the Chazay Veshoik. And when the Pasuk says that you can't eat it, it means you can never eat it. And don't say it's talking about a person that was a Baskayan that married a regular Yisrael, and that's what it means. Because on the we said it's talking about Menivel Pasla that she had beer to someone that was Pasla, Kagayin, the sin, and she At this point, she becomes Pasla forever. And we know that this Pasla is not referring to a regular Kahanas that marries a regular Yisrael, because that we know from the Pasla of Veshavel and if we see that originally prior to going back to her father's house while she's married to a regular Yisrael she's not Lady Truma and Rav Chista now tells us that since we know that this Pasuk is talking about a Baskayin that married to someone that she was puzzled to so the Pasuk didn't have to say B'chumas HaKadoshim it could have just said that she's asked to eat all Kadoshim by the fact that it says B'chumas HaKadoshim and it must be that the Torah is telling us that there is someone else that's going to be Asa only to Kadoshim and not to Truma that is going to be referring to the next Pasuk where it says Ubas Koyin Kisia Manu Gusha and the Bas Koyin that married a Yisrael and now is Veshavel Besavia she could eat Truma but she cannot eat Kachim she cannot eat the Chazay Veshaik and the Gemara continues with another Makar that a Bas Koyin that goes back to her father's house can only eat Truma but cannot eat Chazay Veshaik Rav Nachman Amr Ababua Milechem Veloika Lechem the Pasuk says Veshavel Besavia Kinura Milechem Veviya Teichal and we learn out that she can only eat from the Lechem of her father but not all types of foods and therefore we learn out Pratla Chazay Veshaik and Masak of Rami Bachama asked Shaila on the way Rav Nachman learned. He learned from the word Milechem Veloy Kolechem, and he asked Ema Pratla for us Adarim. Maybe we should learn from the word Milechem that a Baskayin that goes back to her father's house can eat Truma, but her father will not be able to make for her How would we learn it from the word Milechem? So Ritva explains that we learn that the Torah is telling you that you could go back and eat from the Lechem of your father's house, but if you made a nether not to eat from your father, your father has no right to be made for Nadarim, and you'd still not have to eat from your father's house. The Lashon of Ritva is Pirish Kloima She'ena Av Kaifas Bita Lecha Belachma Yim Nadri Mimenu Dekivin Eskasha Yatsum Yishusai Ve'en Yachal Hafen Darel. Gemara answers that you can't tell me that the word Milechem is coming to teach you that the father can't be made for Nadarim because that's Pasha that we already know it because Amravik Vapaska Tanud Ve'Abishmal we already learned it from a brayse that was learned in the Yeshiva Abishmal the Tanud Ve'Abishmal the Neid Almana Gusha Yakum the Pasuk teaches us that if there's an Almana Gusha that was already married and had the Suyin the Din is that any Neid that she makes will actually withstand because her husband and her father can no longer be made for her nadarim. And Matam Leimah, L'chayu, what's the Chiddush of this Pasuk? Ba'aloi Mutzah M'klalav, she already went out from her father's house because she was already married. And at that point, her husband had the right to go and be made for nadarim and not her father. And now that her husband is not around because he divorced her or he died, so then of course he can't be made for nadarim either. So why do we need this Pasuk? Ella, Harisha, Masa, Avla, Shluchah, Baal. The Chiddush of the Pasuk is that let's say a father gave his daughter to the Shluchim of the Baal, meaning that she was with Kodeshas, and now she's on her way to Nesuyan. And similarly, and she becomes Almana, or he divorces her while she's on the road and traveling. And at this point, would we say that she's considered out of her father's house, and therefore no one could be made for Nadarim, or do we say that she's still part of her father's house because she didn't have Nesuyan, and therefore her father would still be able to be made for Nadarim? 
teaching us when she leaves her father's house for one moment, even though she wasn't married because she didn't have chuppah, still he can't be made for Nadarim. And therefore, Zuck Ravo, that we already know that a father cannot be made for his daughter's Nadarim, even in his interim stage. And certainly, if his daughter was already married, it then would be that he cannot be made for Nadarim any longer. And you definitely wouldn't need the Pusik of Milechem, Prat Lafar's Nadarim. And therefore, Rab Nachman could be correct that we could learn from the word Milechem, Veloy Kolechem, Prat Lachazay Vishaik. Gemara continues, Rav Safra, Amr Rav Safra brings another Mekar, Milechem Avia Teichal. The Pusik says, Milechem Avia, she should eat. And we learn out, Lechem Veloy Basa, that the only thing she's allowed to eat now that she's back to her father is bread, meaning Truma, but not Basa, she's not allowed to eat the Chazay Vishaik. And Rav Papa, Amr Rav Papa brings a fourth Mekar, Milechem Avia Teichal, Lechem Akonel Avia, that the only time she goes back to her father's house is to eat the Lechem that belongs to her father. And this comes to exclude Prat Lechazay Vishaik, the Meshukh and as Rashi says, And Rava Amar, Rava teaches us a fifth Makar that a Bas Kayin can only go back to her father's house and eat Shuma, and she can never go back and eat the Chazay Vishayk. As the Pasuk says, And we learn out that the only time that a woman has a right to eat the Chazay Vishayk is only when she was together with the father. However, once she goes and gets married to Yisrael, then she loses her right to the Chazay Vishayk forever. And even if she becomes Almana Grusha and she goes back to her father's house and she can eat Shuma, however, she cannot eat Chazay Vishayk. And the Gemara continues, Amar Vata Bahaba Tana, we learned to the Brysik, she Chazeras Labe Sevia, Chazeras Lachuma, but in Chazeras Chazay Vishayk, as we just learned. However, the Brysik now teaches us a Chiddush that Bishfil Benach Chazeras Afl Chazay Vishayk. That let's say there was a situation where there was a woman who was married to a Kayin and had a child that was a Kayin, and then this husband dies, and now she got married to Yisrael. The din is that once the Yisrael dies, she will be able to go back and eat Shuma because she has a son that is a Kain. At that point, that she goes back because of a child, she would not only be able to eat Shuma, but she also would be able to eat Chazay Vishayk. This is a very interesting thing that although there's a Bas Kain that originally was able to eat Shuma and then she lost her right to eat Shuma and she goes back to her father's house, she could now eat Shuma, but she cannot eat Chazay Vishayk. However, if there's a woman that was a Bas Yisrael and had no right to eat Shuma and then became able to eat Shuma because she got married to a Kain and she had a child that was a Kain, but now that she married Yisrael, she lost her right to eat Truma. The thing is that once her husband, who is Yisrael, dies, and now she once again has a right to eat Truma because of her son, not only could she eat Truma once again, but she would also be able to eat Chazay Vishayk. Now, yes, Azra Mordechai, Amr Lushmaitz, Kamid Rav Ashi, Rav Mordechai said this member in front of Rav Ashi, so Amr, Rav Ashi said, The whole way that we know that the mother of a Kain can eat Truma after she lost that right at one point is from the word Ubas, as we learned at the beginning of the Amid. So at this point, how could it be that she could actually eat the Chazay Vishayk while the person that we learned this din from, which is the Bas Kayin, we know that we had five Makaris that she can only eat the Truma and she cannot eat Chazay Vishayk. And the Gemara responds, which is a very complicated tarot. So the Gemara says, Hasam Ksivi Miyuti, Hachalik Ksivi Miyuti. Specifically, Benigayah Bas Kayin, it says, Mi Lechem for example, and that Lima taught us that she could only eat the Lechem of her father, but not the Chazay Vishayk of her father. And since it says the Lashon of Bia over there, so this is only applicable to a Bas Kayin. However, even though it's true that the reason why the mother of a Kayin can once again eat Truma and Chazay Vishayk is learned from this actual Pasuk, still, since it doesn't say the word Lechem and doesn't have an actual Miat, therefore, she will be able to eat Truma as well as Chazay Vishayk. And the Gemara continues, Bas Kayin, Shanisli Yisrael, we said that Mishnah to Bas Kayin was married to Yisrael, and then that Yisrael died, and she didn't have children, she's Shavel Besevia, and she'll be able to eat from Truma, although she won't be able to eat from Chazay Vishayk, as we just learned. But Tanar Badr, we learned to the Bais of Shavel Besevia, it's only if she goes back to her father's house. However,
However, if she's a Shemar Yavam, so she's attached to Yavam, the din will be that she cannot eat Truma Kinura. It has to be that she goes back to her father's house and she's as if she was in Naira. Problem with Beres, she has to be exactly like she was when she was in Naira. And just like at that point, she was empty and she wasn't expecting. Therefore, at this point, when she's coming back to her father's house, it can't be that she's expecting. But if she's expecting the child of Yisrael, she wouldn't be able to eat Truma. Now, if she would be mappled that child, then she'll be able to go back to her father's house and eat Truma. Gemari is, why do we need a Pusik to teach us problem with bears? We should learn this out from a sparer. Just like Benagaya Yibam, let's say Rachel was married to Ruvain and they had a child, and then Rachel was married to Shimon, and Shimon died without a child. We don't say over there that Rachel doesn't fall the Yibam to Shimon's brother because even though Rachel had a child, Shimon, of course, did not have a child. And even so, that if Rachel was already expecting from Shimon, the din is that you would not have a din of Yibam as we consider this Uba like it was born. So, by a place where we know that if Rachel had a child from Yisrael and then she went and married another Yisrael and they did not have a child and then that Yisrael died, it didn't, that she doesn't go back and she's not a Yitzhuma yet because she has a child from the first husband that was Yisrael and it didn't. So, certainly over there we should say that the Uba is like it was born and therefore she shouldn't be able to Yitzhuma and why do we need the Pasuk of Kenura probably will bear us? And the Gemara responds, that I could tell you the reason why we made an Uba like a someone that was already born and therefore you don't have a Din of Yibam but a gay Yibam because we also know that there is no Din of Yibam if Rachel was married to Ruvain and Ruvain died and they already had a child so at that point Rachel is not Chayiv in Yibam and even if that child would die subsequently the Din would be that Rachel still doesn't have a Din of Yibam and we make a dead person as if that child is still alive and as if Ruvain still has children and that's why over there we say that an Uba is considered a Kiyalud however Will we be able to compare that to a din of Truma where we have a din that a person that has a child that dies does not have a din that she could eat Truma any longer based on that child and we don't make that child as if he's alive so therefore we won't say that an Uba is Kiyalud and we could have a Havmina if this is a Baskoyin that was married to Yisrael and now her husband dies even if she's pregnant she would go back to her father's house and she'd be able to eat Truma and that's why specifically we need Xeris HaKasav that tells us that if she's pregnant she does not go back to her father's house and at that point she can't eat Truma. The Gemara continues we know that Bas Kayan can't eat Truma and she doesn't go back to her father's house if she either has a child or if she's pregnant as we said Uben Eimah and we also had the Pasa Kinurel Lemute Mubaris. So the Gemara says V'istuch Lemichta of Kinurel Lemute Mubaris V'istuch Lemichta of Zera Eimah and we also have to say the Pasuk of Zera Eimah and the Gemara explains Ikas Rechman of Zera Eimah after Pasuk would only tell us that she doesn't have a child so make Karachad Gufu we think that the reason why she can't eat Truma is because originally when she left her father's house she was one body and now that she had a child from Yisrael she's two bodies and therefore she's completely different than when she left her father's house and that's why she can't eat Truma however since she originally when she left her father's house she was one body and now also she's one body maybe she would be able to eat Truma and therefore we need a Pasuk of Kinurah to teach us because if it only teaches the Pasuk of Kinurah and we turn to that so you may think that that the reason why she can't go back to her father's house and eat Juma is because she's not like she was when she was in Naira. But originally she had an empty body and now she's full with an Uba. However, one may think that a Baskoyin, even if she had a child already from Yisrael, but Lemaisa, since when she left her father's house, she was not pregnant and now she's also coming back the same way that she left her father's house and she's not pregnant, even 
though it's true that she has a child, she would still be able to go back to her father's house and eat chuma. And therefore, Kamash won the Zara in law. That the only way that she has a right to go back to her father's house and eat chuma is if she actually doesn't have any children. However, once she has a child, then she would not have the ability to go back to her father's house and eat chuma. The Gemara continues, Simon and Summer Nakar is the next two words of Amalei, Loi Nasa Vinasa Bimisa, Nasa Loi Nasa Bivlad, Yibam Vichuma, Yibam Vichuma, Simon. That is the Simon of what we're going to discuss. And prior to starting this Gemara, let's begin with the Smolak Dhamma. We know there are two Simodinim that are both dependent on having a child. One is, of course, Achilles Chuma, and the other is the Din of Yibam and Chalitza. So, of course, as we know, if someone has a child, then there is no Din of Yibam. And also, if a Baskoyim had a child from Israel, then she doesn't have the ability to go back to her father's house and eat Chuma. And let's just point out three Dinim. Number one, B'negei Yibam. If Reuven and Rachel are married, and at the point that Reuven died, they had a child already, so then, of course, Rachel is going to be permanently not required to have Yibam. And even if afterwards that child dies, and now it turns out Reuven doesn't have any descendants, the din is that Rachel doesn't need Yibam or Chalitza. Number two, if a Bas Koyin was married to Yisrael and they had a child, then the Bas Koyin, of course, can't eat Shuma and she doesn't go back to her father's house as long as that child is still alive. But if her husband dies and then the child dies, then at that point she would be Shavel Be Sevilla and be allowed to eat Shuma. And that is the difference between Yibam and Shuma. But again, Yibam, we don't care what happens after death. However, we do look at what happens after death. And since at some point, Rachel doesn't have any children from this Yisrael, she would be able to go back to her father's house. And since she's a Baskayan, she would be able to eat Shuma. And number three, another din that's relevant to Yibam, that if Rachel was married to Ruvain and they had a child, and then Ruvain died, and of course there's no chiv of Yibam at that point, and then Rachel married Shimon, and they did not have a child, then of course the din is that even though Rachel already has a child, but since Shimon never had a descendant, therefore Rachel would fall Yibam to Shimon's brothers. And let's begin our Gemara. Omele Rabbi Yehuda medaskata l'Rava. So Rabbi Yehuda from Askata said to Rava, Le'nasa mesim k'chayim le'nin yibam. That why do we say the din is that if Rachel was married to Reuven and at the time of Reuven's death they had a child and afterwards that child dies, that the din is that Rachel does not have to do yibam or chalitza, but l'chayim she should have to mikavachayma from mikavachayma. Umava makom shasav vlad ben arisha kivlad ben asheni l'paisman atshuma. Just like ben gei atshuma, the din is that if a woman has a vlad from a first husband, then it's considered like she has a vlad from the second husband even if she didn't and therefore she'd still be possible and she can't go back and be shovel even though she's baskayin because Lamaisa she has a child from a previous marriage that's Yisrael even so that we know that baskayin that had a child from Yisrael when her husband died and then that child died the din is that she would then go back to her father's house and she'd be able to eat chuma because we don't look at the mess as if he's alive we say that now she doesn't have children so so therefore, certainly by a case of Yibam, where we know that if a woman has a Vlad from the first husband and then from the second husband from Shimon, she doesn't have any children, then she would need Yibam because as we know, it's based on the husband and not based on Rachel. And then certainly we should say that even though when Reuven died, he had a child, but that child died, then we should say that we look at it as if Reuven never had a child and therefore Rachel should need Chalitza at this point. Of course, at this point, if she was married already, she wouldn't be able to have Yibam, but at least do Chalitza. The Pasuk tells us that all the ways of HaKadosh Baruch and all the mitzvahs have to be sweet and has to bring to peace. And since over here, if you would require to have Chalitza, even though of course the husband would be able to stay married to her, but Lemaise would cause him to think that there was some attachment to her previous husband and therefore will cause Ketata, and that is not. And therefore we don't require Chalitza or Yibam in that situation. And the Gemara continues and builds from the first case 
case and continues and says as follows, And the Gemara is bothered that in a case where at the point that Ruvain died and Rachel had a child from the Yisrael, the din is that she can't eat shum and she's not shavel beisavia. But we said that if the child dies, then we don't make the mace like a chai. We consider that now she doesn't have any children and therefore at that point, which comes at a later point, she would be able to go back to her father's house and eat shumah. And the Gemara is bothered that we should say that since at the point that her husband died, she was not able to go back to her father's house. So she should never be able to go back to her father's house even if her child dies in interim. And the Gemara brings it just like that if Rachel had a child from her first husband but didn't have a child from the second husband, there is no question that she would be chayiv to have Yibam because her second husband Shimon did not have any children and still that we said that if she had a child from her husband and then that husband dies and even though the child dies afterwards that we do not have to have Yibam. We look at that child that died as if he's still alive. So certainly where we know that if she has any child the din is that she's possible from Chuma. So then certainly we should say that even if the child dies we should look as if the child is still alive and therefore she would not be able to be Shavel Bisabia and she should still be possible from Chuma. Therefore we have a Zerah Sakasa that says the Zera in law that she did not have any children. But her in law Lamaisa at this point she doesn't have any children and therefore she will be able to go and be Shavel Bisabia and eat Chuma. And the Gemara now is Finasa Vladminarish why do we say that if Rachel was married to Ruvain and they had a child and then she was married to Shimon and they did not have a child that she falls to Yibam but since she had a child from her first husband there should not be a din of Yibam at all and it should be based on the Kavachayim just like Ben we said that a child that dies is not considered like he's alive and therefore she's Shavel Bisevia and she's able to eat Shuma as we just said from the Pasuk of Vizera in law it's still over there we said that if Abbas Koyin has any child, even if it's from her first husband, the din is that she doesn't go back to her father's house and she cannot eat shuma. So then, certainly, since we know that if the husband dies and at that point they had a child, even if that child dies afterwards, the din is that she's not chayiv in yibum, as we said before, from the So we should certainly say that if she had a child from her first husband, even though she doesn't have a child from the second husband, this should not be a din of yibum. And the Gemara therefore says, that's why we have the Pasuk that says that he doesn't have a child it's based on the husband and he doesn't have a child and even though that she had a child from her first husband since Shimon doesn't have any children therefore she will be a Shemer Selvim and she's required to have Yibam or Chalitza finally the Gemara says why do we say that as long as Rachel has any children even if it's from the first husband the din is that she's not Shavel Bisevia and she can't eat Shuma even if she would have a child from the first husband and she's a Baskayan, once a second husband dies, she should be able to go and be Shavel Bisevia and eat Shuma, and that should be from a Kavachaima. And the Kavachaima would be that just like Benegay Yibam, that if Rubin dies and at that point he and Rachel had a child, that then his Rachel doesn't fall to Yibam, even if that child subsequently dies. And even so, that the din is that if Rachel had a child from her first husband and then she didn't have a child from the second husband, the din is that she still could be a Shemar and she still has to do Yibam Chalitza and therefore since we know that even if Rachel had a child at the point that her husband who is Yisrael died and she can't go back to her father's house at that point and eat from Chuma but once that child dies we look at the child as a dead child and not a live child and therefore now she will be able to be Shavel Bisavia and she will be able to eat Chuma so 
Rabbanashini. So certainly we should say that if the second husband of the Baskayan dies and she didn't have any children from him, even though she had a child from her first husband, the din should be that she should be able to eat chuma and go back to her father's house. And the Gemara says that we have Xerus Akas of Tamloim, therefore the Pasik tells us, Bizarre in law, the Shavel Basavia, in law, Bahayeshla, that Tara is telling us that the only time she goes back to her father's house is if she doesn't have any children, and even though she doesn't have children from her second husband, but since she has a child from her first husband, therefore she will not go back to her father's house and she will not be able to eat chuma, had and we will stop over here.